Welcome back to the tape store, everyone. This is Toby. And this is Brooke. We were made in the 80s. And played in the 90s. And we are back from Thanksgiving holidays. Yes. And we are in December. And this month, we're going to be talking about all things holidays, yes. holiday films, and we hope you all had a meaningful Thanksgiving, by the way. Yes, yeah, so with friends or family or yes. whoever you celebrated with. And if you joined us last week, uh, it was a Wednesday show. We didn't want to have anything on Thursday. Uh for the holiday. Yes. However, uh, on Wednesday, uh, we talked about Adam's Family Values last mm-hmm. week. You can still catch that episode. Please do. Yes. We had please. a good time talking about one of our uh, favorite childhood movies and what I think was the is the best Adam's Family film. Definitely. Definitely. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, and, and, and again, fitting for Thanksgiving because a big part of Adam's Family Values is... The Thanksgiving play. The Thanksgiving play. <laughs> big part of the big plot device there. <laughs> uh, but it's December. And what are we talking about this week? So this week we are talking about one of my personal very favorite uh, Christmas films. And yes. that is A Muppet Christmas Carol. Uh, I have always... I, we were a big Muppet family. Like some families I'm realizing were like, eh, we weren't into the Muppets. Actually, well, yeah, we actually were. think, yeah. Me and my sister liked the Muppet babies, I think, more than the Muppets. See, no. <laughs> like, I mean, I liked Muppet. I, I mean, I watched... I have found many a VHS tape at my house, at my mom's house, mm-hmm. with Muppet babies yeah. <laughs> recorded. Yeah, we were... M- me and my sister were huge Muppet baby fanatics. Uh, I remember the Muppet Babies yeah. more than I remember growing up with the Muppets. Yeah, see, I grew up with like the 1970s Muppet Show. Right. So, like, I watched the Muppet Show. I watched all the movies. So, any movie that came out, it was it was coming. It was going on in my house. So, Muppet Christmas Carol, I watched and absolutely loved, and I've watched it every year like since childhood. Well, and for me, I have one memory uh, <laughs> of of the Muppet Christmas Carol, just one. And, and I think a lot of us who grew up in the eighties and nineties remember, and I'm sure there are some schools that still do this, but when we were kids, do you remember when it was the last day before Christmas holidays and you actually could have Christmas parties? Yes. Now I don't know, you know, where, you know, everyone who's listening, I I don't know where they're, and by the way, if you are listening, thank you again. I want to make a point to always thank you for taking your valuable time to listen to our, our podcast Absolutely. And, and enjoy the nostalgia of the 80s and 90s and talk about the things that we loved about that time growing up in the 80s and 90s. But I just remember, though, um, <laughs> having Christmas parties, like you, you, like the last day before Christmas break, there was a Christmas party. Right. You didn't do anything but watch Christmas movies. They would wheel the card have, in. And have cookies and yeah. juice and whatever. Yeah, and you, yeah, and they would wheel the card in and they'd put tapes they Man, yeah, Christmas, that that VHS movies. card in was like. Yes, <laughs> was when like, you saw it, you knew. It was like, yes, this is going to be a good day. Yeah, or at least a day when you were going to get to zone out, and, right? You know, either it was either going to be good and you were going to be into it, or you were going to zone out. But my one memory of a Muppet Christmas Carol is when we watched it, like uh, in seventh grade, <laughs> uh, or maybe six, maybe eighth grade, seventh or eighth grade. It was a middle school year. Yeah. Last day of before Christmas break, and they brought, and I remember the song about Scrooge. The and, opening song. Yes, and then I, I either started drawing or talking to a friend or something and totally did not watch the rest it's of it. terrible. 
I just remember it's Michael Caine, of course. Yes, the iconic. Who phenomenal. Michael Caine, he walks out, he walks through the village, and they're all singing about how terrible he is, and that's all I remember. And I remember that was a good song. I remember as a kid yeah. being like, hey, that's, a, that's a catchy. I always, I always thought, I remember, like, when I was, even when I was a kid, but especially when I grew up, I was like, man, like, Michael Caine was really good in the role of Scrooge. Like, I would actually like to see him play Scrooge in, like, a real movie. Because I remember yeah. thinking as a kid, golly, he's a great Scrooge. Because I also grew up with the, like, 1897 version of Scrooge, which was right. super not as cool. So I liked Michael Caine. Yes. And <laughs> I watched it later, much later, like I watched it with you, actually. Yes, so yes, and our kids. this is definitely more of something saturated in Brooke's childhood. It was just kind of, I was just kind of there <laughs> uh, when it, like I said. And what I was getting to, by the way, about parties and yes. stuff was um, I'm currently a teacher and the rule at my school is... No parties. You know, kids can't have parties sure. on the last day. And I just was like, but I, I just remember when that was such a, a regular thing. I think I'm just it, now finding out that at our school there's if no it parties. Was, yeah, if it was the last day before any kind of big break, it was a, it was like, the teacher was like, nah, just don't go nuts. Yeah, it was a party and or just chill kind of day. Right. But I remember especially Christmas, and that mm -hmm. was my encounter with A Muppet Christmas Carol. In fact, there was another Christmas Carol I watched in another classroom, and it was like the Scrooge from like that's the eighteen ninety seven one. I was like the, the one from like the yeah. <laughs> it's the, not eighteen ninety seven, obviously, but no, but it's black and white, and the Scrooge is written in like French Gothic letters, and <laughs> you better believe that we all were like, why? You, you, the teacher was probably just like, it's the only one left in right? the library. All the other good movies were taken. Just, I'm putting it on and grading papers. That was the most old faithful one because you got to think like the Kelsey Grammer one came out and then the Jim Carrey one, but that was like the only one during that time. Like, that was about it. Yeah, I don't, yeah. And then there was, was like Scrooge was like 19... with, with Billy Crystal, not Billy Crystal, Um, Bill Murray. Bill Murray was Scrooge. And we with couldn't a watch that because. No, it's pretty dark. I'm going to yeah. talk about that a little bit. But uh, so, so, Brooke, with this being something that you grew up with, <laughs> let's talk about, uh, you, you're really going to be able to. You know, take us into this. Yes. So, okay. Ahead. So, first off, I again, my family is a big Muppet loving family, so I knew that it was going to be great. So, let's start from the beginning with uh, Gonzo, who is playing Charles Dickens, which I honestly can't think of a better choice. And because, his little rat friend, right? And Rizzo, the rat, oh, who is his that. buddy, God. and it's great because now. Again, like here, here's where it kind of intersects with like my adult person, like my like adult professional life. I'm about to start going through a Christmas Carol with my classes. I teach British literature, and I it's really all a vehicle to watch the Muppet Christmas Carol because we ain't watching the normal one. We are going to watch Muppet Christmas Carol yeah, because I want to, it. and also because it's fun. It's funny. What they won't get from the text, they'll get from the movie, but. Gonzo plays Charles Dickens, and Rizzo is kind of just there, but he kind of is his foil, as usual. And Michael Caine is Scrooge. And um, I'm basically giving you the cast of players, because if you know the Muppets and you know their personalities, you already probably have filled the roles in your head before you even watch the movie. Because I remember as a kid, I was like, I know Bob Cratchit's going to be Kermit, and he is. Miss Piggy is, of course, going to be Mrs. Cratchit. Yes. Um, and... Uh, I don't know what is the little, and the little gonna, frog's name, and they all play their roles in their respective <laughs> personalities. Like Kermit is very nice and kind. Yeah, and he's he's totally Bob Cratchit, 
and Miss Piggy is absolutely Miss Miss Piggy. Yes, she's she doesn't she's not a gracious. <laughs> no. Um, she's just not that. No, she's, she's still like bossy and sassy. Like when when uh, we're skipping forward, but like when she talks to Scrooge finally at the end, she's like yeah. she's ready she's to Ms. like Piggy. beat him up. It's wonderful. She's Miss Piggy. Yeah, she's Miss Piggy, and um. And then Tiny Tim is like the little frog that Kermit's little. I think he's like his nephew in in the real Muppet world. Oh, really? But is but like okay. in the movie, he's his son. Yes, Tiny um, Tim. And who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, obviously. Oh, okay. So the one. Well, not the one. A major departure from the text itself. And here's where my nerddom comes: is that instead of just Jacob Marley. They cast Waldorf and Stadler, who those are the two puppets. They're always like, oh, ho, 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 yeah. and they're two joking mean old about guys stuff. Is what I know. So Jacob and Robert Marley, they make them. So they sing the famous word Marley and Marley, and they're singing and they're covered in chains. Um, so basically, when I think of this song, and I've been singing it all week, I told my son when we were watching, it, I said, This is my, one of my favorite Christmas movies. We're going to watch it. And the very opening scene, where it has the song from Christmas Present. I've been whistling it all week, waiting yeah. for this episode. So have I. Now I've also been whistling right, it. Right, just because of me. It's so I was like, and I can't stop. I can't stop. It was. It's in our intro. So there you go. But it's a really great score too. Like I can't. I do remember. Really, good music. I do remember the music being good when I was not even attempting to get immersed in it. As a middle schooler, I was complete. I just was like, "What? I don't remember what I did." But like I said, I, I now being an adult, I have a greater appreciation of those things. And <laughs> my edu- my immersion and education in the Muppets has increased <laughs> since we've been married. You're welcome. My, I, I think I know more than uh, the one I know the most about is a Muppet Treasure Island. That's, yes, yeah, that's the one I really, really can talk about. Uh, yeah, we'll have to talk about that eventually. Yes. Oh, that's definitely for another episode, but. But uh, yeah, the mov- music was great, and it 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 has the Christmas feel, and I tell you why I really appreciated uh, this version of the Muppets Christmas Carol is because I grew up watching. <laughs> as now understand, this is 1992, so I was 12 when it came out when a, a Muppet Christmas Carol right. came, which means I had had several really good years. Of being used to only one type of Christmas Carol movie, and that was Mickey's Christmas Carol. <laughs> he has a lot of feelings about this particular film. Yes, because every single year up to, I mean, up to that, you know, well, every single year as a kid that I remember being a little kid and watching TV around Christmas time, my, fa- <laughs> my favorites were the triumvirate of, or really... More than three, but not uh, was a Charlie Brown Christmas, The Grinch, which is probably my favorite. Yes, Rudolph and Frosty, those are the four big ones. Yeah, Charlie Brown Christmas, The Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Of course, for the we watched that today formal. with the kids. Yes, we did watch that today. Um, and Frosty and Rudolph, the Frosty Rudolph one two punch. Yes, um, <laughs> those are the four I grew up with. But also what would come on TV is Mickey's Christmas Carol. And every year, as a child, my heart would be ripped out (laughs) by that little tiny Tim, the little Mickey Mouse's little boy, the little little tiny Tim. (laughs) 
and the cane. Yep. Because you, you understand, we, we should all have some general knowledge, I think, of the Christmas Carol story that we know that Scrooge is visited by three ghosts in, in order to change his, not just his view on Christmas, but really just his, his life whole view. life. Yeah. It's his whole lifestyle uh, from being selfish and self-centered and harmful to other people right. in, in his circle. Um, but as we know, because Scrooge is so tight-fisted yeah and he doesn't uh, he, he's not there to he doesn't give bob cratchit what he deserves bob cratchit is a gracious hard-working guy but he has a son who's sickly and tiny tim and he doesn't even take the time to know any of that though no, Scrooge does not doesn't. know anything other than you it's, work for me on these days right and you will continue to work for me but on these the, days it, it's the ghosts of the three time it's the past present future ghosts yeah. that that really show him what he's not seeing because he's so selfish but of course tiny tim <sighs> and the mickey mouse one you, w- what the ghost shows him, and my the, the ghost of Christmas Future is my favorite ghost because it's it's the same type of ghost in every single movie. Yes, it's just yes. this hooded figure. Well, because like, that's how it's written in the but book. It shows Scrooge that Tiny Tim does not live as a as a as an indirect result, or a, you know, as a, yeah. as a, as a, um, a consequence of Scrooge. Ultimately, Brog Cratchit is not able to afford. Yeah, you you would the reader or the viewer would assume that for this, whatever reason yeah. they couldn't afford the treatments, uh, or the maybe he was yeah. he was at work and he couldn't be there. You know, what, for right. whatever reason. So how do we know Tiny Tim dies? Oh, <laughs> we he walks around with a cane, and in the Mickey Christmas Carol, they lay. I, I watched this sweet little boy, and he like they're sitting around the dinner table, and he tries to give Mickey the dad, you know, Bob Cratchit, you know, mm-hmm. Mickey. This the little the little um, chicken leg, and and Mickey wouldn't take it because he's like, no, you need to eat it. But he was going to give it to his dad. So Tiny Tim is this just a sweet little kid. Yeah, you're and already done. You see the cane Laying being against laid the- <laughs> against the gravestone, and and Scrooge, by the way, in a Mickey's Christmas Carol, in Mickey's Christmas Carol, is Uncle Scrooge, right? And Scrooge is goofy. And as goofy and funny as Uncle Scrooge is, and as much as we love Uncle Scrooge from DuckTales, it does not lighten at all <laughs> how horrible it is being a child. No, it's terrible. And seeing this sweet little little tiny Tim. And I tell you why, and all that to say, to see the cane, what, I would I would have a great Christmas, and then Christmas evening. And you're already depressed because Christmas is ending. Yeah. yeah. And you got December 26th can be so rough. <laughs> on a on a little kid, it's, it's true because the excitement sounds you know it's gone, right? Even though all the oh hold on to the spirit of Christmas all year. Yes, be, as be Scrooge learned, be quiet. <laughs> we know that when Christmas is over, <laughs> you're going back to school and <laughs> right. But here's the spoiler alert: we celebrate Hanukkah, so but, we get it for seven nights. Yes, we do. It's wonderful. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> being a little kid and and that was so sad for me. That Tiny Tim thing. So I love a Muppet Christmas Carol because honestly, when I watched it with you for the mm-hmm. first time, Brooke, um, I remember thinking, it's not so bad. Like, it's, it's sad. It's sad, but like also you knew it was coming But there's something too. about that Mickey's Christmas Carol, that Tiny Tim, that was just brutal. There's something different about Mickey, though. Yeah, it's just... Hol- the, it's Mickey a- is like part of every kid's like... And everything Disney, so it's and, just different yeah, and, and, and bob i mean the muppets it, like i said not every family was into it no but i will say that uh, the filmmaker in me disney has this uncanny ability to go from lighthearted to deadly serious like that like that they're very good with that with their stories oh yeah they, they really can switch moods kind of quickly but muppet muppet christmas carol is very heartfelt but it 
ultimately stays above that. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen, to have had this when I was really young instead of getting my heart ripped out <laughs> by the it cane. The, it's the cane against the gravestone and Mickey lays it so slowly. And of course, you know, but, 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 but anyway, now they still kind of do something. They do. That, yeah. Right? They, they you, do? um, in, in a Muppet Christmas Carol, um, Scrooge is looking through the window and he's like, where's tiny Tim? And he looks toward the fireplace and he sees his little hat and his cane leaning yeah. against the fireplace. And Miss, and the, the, the scene opens with Miss Piggy. She's kind of trying not to, she's crying and her, in the, in the story, they have Ms. two Piggy. little, yeah, they have two little Piggy yeah. daughters that look just like Miss Piggy. Piggy. And there's like, mom, are you, why are you crying? She's like, oh no, no, just, just some fire. You know, some of the dust got in my eye and. And you know Bob Cratch, uh, Kermit's trying to, you know he he's doing, of course, such you a you should have seen it. It was Kermit, so yeah, like oh, it was uh, really beautiful. You'd have loved it, Miss Piggy, and, you know, and and no, and I'm like, yeah, look, Jeez. Bob, like you don't always yeah. have to say the right thing, but it's know, Kermit, but it's Kermit. So what's he gonna do? Same with Mickey. What's yeah. Mickey gonna do? You know what it, I mean? They just, have to be optimistic. It just was the cane against the gravestone, and thank God they didn't do that. It was not that level of like. It just they, no. They, they, they brought you low enough yeah. to where when the triumphant part came, you were still not. It didn't have to pull you up so far from the ground. Yeah. So let's talk about the three ghosts, though. Okay. So uh, before that, uh, yeah. Before the precursor Tim, yeah. for that is uh, Scrooge. Is Scrooge. Terrible. He's gone home, and now I was watching this with my son the other day. And it's funny, it's something I want to note, and that I don't think I even realized it as a kid, or really even as an adult, but when you're an adult watching a child see something for the first time, you realize what devices are effective. Mm -hmm. So Scrooge is, you know, he's he's just uh, left work, and he's coming home, and he's about to open his door, and like, you know, in the old-timey doors, there's a very ornate door knocker, and he looks at it, and that's kind of a blue hue over everything and it's night and, and nothing was happening at the time. But my son looked at me and said, mom, what's happening? What's yeah. about to happen? And I was like, how he do you knew, even yeah. know something's going to happen? So all that to say, it, it painted a picture. Like we, we knew something. I told him, I told him the magic's about to start. That's what's happening. Yeah. And then the door really knocker turns into the face of Jacob Marley and it screams and screws like, Oh, whatever. This is crazy. So he goes in and he is visited by the, Technically, the I guess the herald of the three spirits, which is Jacob and Robert Marley, yeah. and their message is the chains yeah. that we wear, we forged in life, and now we wear them in death, and that's the road so, you're headed on. So you're going to be visited by three spirits. So he goes to bed. He's like, whatever. This is just like digestion. This is stupid. And the first ghost he is vis visited by is the ghost of Christmas past, and is a little puppet girl. Who's floating, and you kind of almost can't tell she's a puppet. It's a little oh, right. disconcerting. Yeah. Because at first I thought it was a human, and I saw her tiny little baby hand. I was like, no, that's not a real hand. That's weird. Right. So it's a little disconcerting, which I guess it should be. It's a ghost. Yeah. And, and of course, she takes him, she takes him through the past, and you find out, okay, well, Scrooge was a real jerk. Well, he was always lonely. He always stayed to himself. All right. He he had a chance. He never went home for the holiday, <clears throat> so he didn't have Excuse the me. warmth that other kids had. So yeah, there's some of that. Well, yeah, he did. And then he had a chance, of course, a romance, love. and he blew it. And so we ultimately find out, okay, well, this is what... And then, of course, he's visited by the next ghost, which is this more jovial guy. 
It's basically like young Santa. That's how I always saw yeah. it when I was a kid. I was like, big it's Santa beard. with red hair. He's a really great puppet, actually. Like, he was my favorite puppet in the yeah. movie, like, as far as, like, um, his, how he moved and uh, just, I, I liked his appearance. So it was just really cool. He looks, yeah, he has a very Santa Claus look. He's like the long, you know, robe that's right. colorful and his big, he's come in and know me better, man. Right. And then he learns that no one likes him. So it's Currently. Like, yeah, that nobody likes him. <laughs> Even his nephew is like, but of he's, course, a, he's a jerk. Yeah, and then of course Bob Cratchit, you have Kermit who's saying, oh, let's lift our glass to Scrooge. And and Miss <laughs> Piggy like, is like, oh, uh, sure, I, I, even though he's the worst and blah, blah, blah. I don't blah. know. Yeah, there's no way I could do that either. I, I just, you know, but... Uh, but he Kermit. instantly has a spot for Tiny Tim, and Scrooge he, yes, says. Yes, that's where we see the, the connection with Tiny Tim. And then he and he knows he goes. Please tell me nothing happens right, to him. But like that, already yeah. he's like, no, 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 nothing can happen to this sweet kid. Right. Because Scrooge is too busy counting his coins to notice that yes. these people that work for him have families and stuff like that. Now, right. And then so now we move to the, the ghost of Christmas yet to come. Right. Yeah. Or, or future. Yeah. And that's where um, I look at that. That one ghost, and it's it's the same in every movie. Yes, it's always but this, this Grim Reaper. And this one was the worst to me. This this Christmas Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come has always been the scariest. And he to has me. no like as much as Scrooge tells him like you know what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen. He's just like nope. He just yeah, he's silent. <laughs> he's he says nothing. He just him. shows him. Yeah. And maybe it's because puppetry is so so like effective because it's not CGI, it's not a cartoon, it's it's whatever it is is real. Right. Uh, it just looked so freaky to me. I always was like, I am unsettled by this mm-hmm. thing. So, once of course, and and of course we do know the the ghost tells him, okay, Scrooge, you know, if you don't fix yourself, yeah, you're gonna die alone. And then what's worse is Tiny Tim's not gonna make it either. Right. Um. And that's and he when sees he, the people talking about his funeral too, like talking about yeah, oh, this terrible, terrible person yeah. who, oh, who cares? You know, yeah, I got right. his, I have his drapes, so, I have this, I have yeah. that. So it follows very much the Christmas Carol yeah. narrative. And then of course he wakes up, and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm alive! You know, everything. And meanwhile, through all this, Gonzo and Rizzo have their little yeah, and their side conversations go, and they that's great. Like there's there's parts where. As an English teacher, I'm like, bah, I love that because Gonzo at one point, he's like, and then Scrooge walked to his doorstep and Rosa goes, why are you whispering? He goes, it, it creates dramatic tension. And I'm like, right. bah. It's just Gonzo's great to yeah. at, as a host because he makes light of the situation, but he also points out things that the that the film is doing. And I like yeah. it. Like, and I like him for that. So it's great for adults and kids. Now, this ne- now the, the, the one part we're going to talk about now is <laughs> actually... Right before, uh, right before we we recorded, I, I I said because you know we just had Thanksgiving, so I said, uh, Brooke, uh, it takes like three or four hours to make a turkey. right. But also, real quick, we thought of we thought of this movie when we went to buy our turkey. Did we? Because, yes, because that's right. Because we bought the biggest one, and we went, and I went, and I went. I mean, it was. Oh, 20... You mean the one as big as me? Yeah. So we had, uh, yeah. So we had my mom, and we had some friends over, and we bought. We we need and I asked my mom because it was only your second time making a turkey. Yes, Brooke did a great job. Thank she, you very much. Yeah, yeah, everything everything turned out wonderful. The turkey was great. It was perfectly cooked. 
but uh, it, it can be scary because it's a big deal and yes. you don't do it all the time, right? So I, we were texting my mom, who's uh, a turkey doctor. Right. I said, Mom, how big of a turkey should we get? And mom For all said, these people, well, yeah. You know, last year I got a 24-pounder. I was like, crap. And we were at Kroger. And, the and big- unbeknownst to Toby, I had already grabbed the largest one that I yeah, saw. Yeah, it was the largest one. It was 21 pounds. So we got the biggest turkey. And that Sweet. made us think of... We had watched. A we Christmas had just Carol watched it, yeah. Or that day, and we just thought that was cool. So yeah, it was just neat how little things like that happen. <laughs> you know, makes things special. Yeah, it was know. neat. But we were um, tonight. Um, <laughs> it was before we started. Uh, before we started recording, I said, uh, "Brooke, what happened with um, Scrooge? Got the turkey right? Because because we know that, and, and I think this is also this must have been something that happened in the book because I've seen this more than once. He sticks his head out the 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 um window yeah and his little kid and he yes he yeah he, he tells the, the boy to get in the turkey yeah go get the turkey biggest one and yeah the one in the shop window you know the, right. the kid's like the one as big as me he's like yes the very same okay so my question to brooke was because i've only really <laughs> seen this movie one time with brooke and it was this it was just you know just the last day. week yeah or yeah just the yeah other, or when it, yeah so i said brooke um did he did he show up with the cooked turkey at the Cratchit's house? Because we know that Scrooge gets the turkey and he takes it to the Cratchit's. And it's raw. Like he finds it in, in the in the window. When he buys it, it's raw. A raw turkey. But right. I just but then the next thing I remember is he walks in and they're There's sitting there turkey. and they're singing. And of course Tiny Tim's there and you know he's right next to Scrooge. And of course I think I, the book says that like Scrooge became it, like a second father. Became like a second father to him. That's, that's beautiful really, redemption. That's story. wonderful. Yeah. So Brooke was like, you know what? I honestly don't know if he brought the cook, the turkey in. I was cooked. like, I don't know at what point during this song that because happens. That's is it, if it's cooked or if like we it, just assume that Benjamina it, is gonna not Benjamina, um, uh, whatever Miss, Miss, Miss Crackett, Crackett, Cratchit is gonna cook it. Like, I don't so, know. So I don't remember. Right. So what? So so we're gonna watch this. <laughs> okay. So we have a TV in the studio. So we're gonna watch it to see if, uh, basically to see if this is a plot hole. Does Scrooge get the turkey? He's obviously, he didn't buy it cooked if it's in the window because it, it had been in the window the whole movie, right? Yeah, like basically like the last few, you know, the few days before Christmas. Right. Because this is, well, because this is the night it's setting at um, Christmas Eve, right? All right. through Christmas Eve night and then now it's Christmas morning. So we need to find out if Bob Cratchit, excuse me, if Scrooge buys this turkey and then shows up with it cooked because if so... That's like three or four hours. Right, the curious case of the Christmas turkey. Right. So that would make it a plot hole. Not that it would have affect it wouldn't it doesn't affect in any way how great this movie is. But okay, so right now he is He's he this is he's finally making his donation to the children's yes, um, he's hospital, giving them, I believe. Yeah. He's giving them all this money. And then the, sweet little beaker. Yeah. They're like, we. I wish we had nothing. I wish we had something to give you. And Beaker gives him his little scarf. Uh, now, okay, so that that actually made me that, that was so sweet. That gave Beaker's me, so me, 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 me. That actually, yeah, like kind of made me emotional there. I just thought that was sweet. It's the like, first time he's really, yeah. Because Scrooge he gets hasn't something, got, and then he gets something in return. Yeah, and then Scro- Scrooge hadn't gotten it. M- makes you believe that Scrooge hadn't gotten a gift in a long time, if if and ever. And that's like that kind of like an iconic red scarf, like I've seen in others. Oh, okay, okay. He has the turkey. It's raw. Okay, the turkey's raw with a bow around it. And Holly. Oh, and now they're singing. With a girl. And now he's dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Yep. 
Yep, and Michael Caine's a good singer. He can carry. So tune. now he's going into he's the in store. He's in some shop. Oh, he's getting yep. more side items. Yep, he's buying uh, various gifts. And... He looks like he's in the general store because there are other meats. Okay, a guy, a guy just fell off the ladder in the general store. <laughs> okay, that's the thing about the Muppets is that if you watch this, you there's will find always stuff going. There's on. always little stuff that you'll 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 miss if you're not watching everybody. Like yeah. there are currently hens in one of the windows just singing along with everybody. That's true. That's the like there are chickens. It's in the window. So now now I'm watching the background people. Scrooge and Marley. I just realized his shop, it still says Scrooge and Marley. Yeah. Okay, now he's laying the coal out for Aww. the... Um, his was... book, the bookkeepers asked for more coal coal for the fire because they were freezing, and he said no. And Now um, he's giving them all this coal. And he basically was like, how, how would you like to get fired? And now he's giving them... Eat, like not, not just more coal for the boiler room, but each of the bookkeepers have their own bucket of coal to keep them warm. It's sweet. So See, I love this. I one. mean, it's a story that we hear, and I'm here for a musical any day. So yeah. that the Muppets always oblige. But yeah, but it's a story that we hear every year about the Christmas Carol. But really, it, it, the it's such a, you know, it's such a great message that you can that it's never too late to change right. your life for the better. Because right? Scrooge is, is older, and I think that's the whole point as well. Like you know, okay, so he just kept, okay the the nephew that said he was a real jerk. Now he just came in with all these presents and he's given them to him. And they're like flabbergasted. I love Michael Caine. I know he's great. So we're watching this with no sound. Fun fact: my um, one of my theater teachers in Texas, they were f- close friends with Michael Caine. Wow. So I feel like we yeah. are also friends. Never. <laughs> From Batman. Sorry. The bandit was throwing him away. Yep. Anytime he talked, it was great. <laughs> okay. He just gave more gifts to elderly folks. Yeah, the old, the vulture guy always looks like he's Sam the Eagle. Yeah, he always. Sorry, vulture. God, it see? is the American way. All right, we are. Uh, okay, he's ma- he's slowly traversing. We are keeping an ever watchful eye on the turkey. Yeah, it is so far still it's still uncooked. raw. It's still raw with a red bow around it. He gave cheese to the mouse. Cheese to the mises. A fruit basket <laughs> to somebody. And Nickel he's lights. well. We're getting still uncooked. Still uncooked. Yep, because the the turkey's right in front of them. So I'm at this point. I'm assuming they just give the turkey to Miss Cratchit. Yeah, like, all right, do your and thing. They, and they do like a time lapse, essentially not a time lapse, but they do like a. Well, because when he enters, they, it they, changes to he's sitting at like the time, table and he's singing. Yeah, so. they do like a time jump. I was really hoping that there was um uh, no continuity. Uh, he's with like, this. get out of. The, okay, so now he's gonna act like he's mad to Bob Cratchit. And here, Benjamin. And te- uh, tell him he's supposed to report to work. And his wife gets so mad. It's wonderful. Yeah. There's Kermit. All right. So, yep. He's saying, but Scrooge, you, Mr. Scrooge, you gave me the day off. He's like, nope. No, I didn't. And waiting behind the door is Miss Piggy. <laughs> is, and she like, is waiting. Stewing. Yep. This is great. Okay. She comes out. <laughs> I just see her mouth moving. Well, I mean, we've got the subtitles on, but yeah, she's giving him giving him the blues. And so, yeah, he says, I'm about to raise your salary, and she's, she's she too just ready like, to fight. And she just grabbed Kermit and like she slammed threw him, him like slammed him against the wall. Terrible. Oh, and he asks, I'm going to pay her mortgage and all this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, gosh, he's going to raise his salary. He's going to pay for his house, and he's coming inside. And would you and your family care to join us? For, for a, a little, little turkey, turkey dinner. dinner on this fine Christmas day. Oh, crap. Merry Christmas. Okay, okay, uncooked. Turkey's raw. 
Oh, they're going to do a time jump. I was hoping that these it smart, was just suddenly. <laughs> these smart, brilliant filmmakers, they knew what they were doing. Well, I mean, Jim Henson. And Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim, who did not die. I lo- <laughs> Thank you, Gonzo. Gonzo's like, don't worry, guys. It's fine. We're not, he is fine. Yeah. Aww. So, yep. They're talking. And now, as the people are filing into the Cratchit house. Yep. And now uh, it is suddenly now cooked. Now it is cooked. I don't. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, no, they. Yeah, they would have had. They had to do a time jump. They it had was. To. They did. They they handled it well. It was great. God bless us, everyone. Oh, so it, sweet. It's, it's great. Yeah, and there's Tiny Tim. They did such a great job. All right. Well, there we found out uh, that the turkey was cooked. The curious case of the Christmas turkey. Uh, the turkey was raw when it came in, but they they did a they did a great transition scene. To show that the time went by. Yeah, they basically used Gonzo's um, explanation of yeah. what had happened to... All right. Oh, it's such a good movie. If you haven't seen it, and there's probably plenty of you who have not, uh, you definitely should say... If you have Disney+, Plus, it's on there. Oh, yeah. Disney+. That's where Plus, we're watching yeah. it right now. And many other wonderful But it's things. obviously on probably... You could probably rent it from Amazon or anything like that. But uh, it's a great film, great for the family. It's also got lots of like little nuggets for the adults in the room because there's definitely things I did not remember as a kid because it went over my head. And I'm ever thankful to the Muppets for those things. Yes. So it's true wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. Yeah, that's very much true. <laughs> Sorry, I just read what was on the uh, subtitles. So, so yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, a, a good one. A good one, a classic from the 90s. And uh, we love the Muppets. And now this is pre-Pepe the Prawn. Yes, it is. Because Pepe who, was... Who is my favorite. He's... Uh, he Now, now there is another Muppet Christmas movie. What? With him in it. And that's that's the one you saw. That was the first... Well, we saw Muppets in Space. But then the a very Muppet Christmas is when they do the Moulin Rouge thing. Ah. And that's where Pepe is like in his prime. Yes. And we may need to discuss that yeah, film we, because okay. that because Pepe is one of the best creations <laughs> in the Muppet yeah. scene. You know, anytime they bring in a new character to a to a solid group like the Muppets, you wonder, okay, how's this gonna work? But he was He's phenomenal. Absolutely hysterical. Uh he is phenomenal. So uh yeah. That's the Muppet Christmas yeah, Carol. That's really... uh, thank you, Brooke, for leading the way on that one because <laughs> As you know, my experience with it was very limited. And now we need to discuss our uh, our, our 90s yeah, relic for we do evening. have a 90s relic, and I'm going to talk about a few things that I was able to pick up over the break. Uh, even though it's not within the 80s and 90s, it is within a universe that was within the 80s and yes, 90s. So and that counts. Yes, it does. Uh, so I have a, I'm wearing a hat that is a collective soul hat. It, it's a vintage snapback. I found it at a thrift store, uh, the one that we always talk about in our hometown. Uh, that is a, a true thrift store. Yes. Um, and explain Collective Soul for those who may not know. Uh, Collective Soul was a band in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's, I'm sure they're still playing. Um, what are some key songs? Uh, I'm just, in case people don't know. Shine. Those. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Heaven let your light shine down. Yes. So Shine and uh, December uh, is yeah. a, a, a favorite of mine as well. Uh, so... That was just a big, uh, a big group that I listened to uh, when I was in junior high, and uh, I think it was last year. I was at a thrift store and I saw this hat, and it was a snapback. I was like, "That is a vintage, like Collective Soul, like promo hat." So I'm wearing that in the studio as we record. <laughs> um, that is definitely our '90s relic. 
Um, I don't think we're going to read from the Ultimate College Survival Guide this week. No, not tonight. Uh, but we will definitely... Um, I think that not only should we read this every every now and then for an episode, but I think it might be good to also um, maybe do some uh, posts. Oh, for sure. Uh, for, on social media. You can follow us at the tape store. Uh, also, over Thanksgiving break, I found a few... Um, went into the toy section and got a few of the... Uh, excuse me. <laughs> and got a few of the Star Wars... Um, Ships. Hot Wheels ships. I have them all over my office, um, but I, I like to um, get something from every movie. And I, I realized that I did not have anything from the la- uh, from the Last Jedi, which is Episode Eight. And I was able to find this really cool uh, ATST Walker with BB-8 uh, from the scene where BB-8 was um, <laughs> it com- uh, you know like yeah. commandeered one to like it help was them. So cute. It was great. So it's this little ATST with the top off. And a you s- BB-8. A, a little BB-8, like ready to go in there. It's great. Uh, I also have from the new movie coming out, The Rise of Skywalker, which is coming out in just a few weeks, oh I believe. Oh gosh! Uh, cannot wait. Uh, a first order tread speeder. It's this little speeder with like treads on it, and it's being driven by a stormtrooper. Really cool. I liked it. I think it's the coolest one. Um, that I've seen from that movie, at least in my opinion, as far as the uh, the ships. And third, I got from the new Disney Plus original series, The Mandalorian, a not that, <laughs> jeez, a ATST Raider. It's from episode uh, the fourth chapter. Uh, these raiders that are terrorizing this village uh, have this ATST, and of course, they need the Mandalorian's help to um, dispatch the troublemakers and. A great show. The yes. Mandalorian is a great show. Excellent. So far, have not had any issues with it. So, And obviously, we all love Baby Yoda. Yes, we do love Baby Yoda. If you've not seen the memes, I know. Well, you, you're missing out. Yeah, if you, I think even if you haven't seen The Mandalorian, you've probably seen these pictures of Baby Yoda everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just so 90s Relic and just a few things uh, that we picked up over Thanksgiving break that will adorn my office uh, when I return to work. So um, at any rate, let's wrap this thing up uh, and close the tape store for this week. Uh, We will see you next time with more great nostalgia from the 80s and 90s. uh, And please join us. And uh, we'd love to have you at the tape store and uh, join the conversation with us. So I'm Toby. I'm Brooke. And we'll see you next time, guys. Have a good night. Thank <laughs> you.